Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Roundtable. Coming to you from Beijing, I'm He Yang. Good to have you join us today. We're spotlighting a captivating trend in e-commerce: celebrities betting a Jew to the live stream selling scene. Are they gracefully exiting or facing the boot? And get ready for a heartwarming social media story. A proud dad stole the show at a school meeting. Why? Because this dad sees beyond the report card. He sees an extraordinary human being in the making. And this video is making waves on social media. And we're here for this uplifting parental pep talk. For today's program, I'm joined by Xinyu in the studio and Josh Cotterell on the line. Now we're diving into the evolving e-commerce landscape of live stream shopping, which has become an integral part of China's online shopping experience. A slew of famous people have stepped out of the limelight in live stream selling, one after another this year. So. We are going to explore what's driving this trend. So before we do that, for our international audience who might not be so familiar with the live stream shopping scene here in China, Xin Yu, bring us up to date on what's going on there. Okay, so live stream shopping or live shopping is now everywhere in China. I think it's one of the most popular ways of shopping for today's Chinese consumers, and the market in China is huge. According to data from II Media Research, in the first half of this year, the market size of China's live stream e-commerce reached 2.1 trillion yuan, so that is 293 billion U.S. dollars,、uh, and it saw a year-on-year growth of 62.8 percent. And It is expected to surpass 4.5 trillion yuan for the entire year, so it's an area that many celebrities set their eyes on,、uh, especially in the year 2020. The year was considered the time when we saw a great number of celebrities turning to live stream shopping as hosts or co-hosts to sell products.、Um, according to China Economic Net, in 2020, at least 500 celebrities had their debut live streaming. For product sales, I think back then the celebrity effect worked, and it served as a major way of making quick money for them. But now they're leaving, so we're seeing celebrities, especially from 2022, some of them who were once popular live streamers, they gradually left their positions or completely stopped live streaming. So that's another trend nowadays.、Mm. Josh, what are your thoughts when you first saw this piece of news? Well, I think that e-commerce has now sort of lost its charm, and in other words, there's a saturation.、Um, live commerce obviously is integrating live streaming with e-commerce, and when it started, it was incredibly popular in China,、uh, especially. And I was—I I feel as though I witnessed this boom, even though I've only been in China. Say six years, which I guess is relatively long, a relatively long time. But I still feel like I experienced that,、um, and I think that the market really just became a bit oversaturated with so many different live streaming platforms, and hosts, and products. And of course, that takes some of the shine away from these celebrities. And presumably, it means that it's also cheaper for a lot of companies to hire other people. That's what happens when something gets oversaturated. So my initial reaction to this is that I'm not particularly surprised. 
Mm-hmm. Hmm. And also for me, I think that live stream e-commerce is not a job that everyone can do. Mm. You know, although celebrities, they can bring a lot of traffic, they can bring a lot of attention to each live stream. It's essentially about selling products. So it requires the host to have this eloquence, good delivery, or this person has to know the products very well. Mm. And also the this business is very complex in that you have to also take product selection, quality control, and after sales services into consideration. And these also make this business a bit more complicated than what some of these celebrities might have thought, I guess. And also in some of the platforms, they are paying a huge amount of money to invite uh, celebrities to host a live stream e-commerce, sometimes hundreds of thousands of yuan. But sometimes it turned out that the sales revenue was so scarce, maybe few hundred yuan in some cases. I think it's part of the reasons. And also we have seen uh, instances of celebrities saying things that do not align with the facts. Sometimes they deliver wrong information. And when the product quality was not in control, things like that, these can cause controversy and also disrupt their credibility as a celebrity. Hmm. Also, when we talk about famous people, you know, there's the uh, A-lister, A to D-lister, <laughs> I suppose. And, and that's just kind of the cold truth. And then you won't necessarily see A-listers like go sell stuff so often. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly there was this novelty when, oh, it's a famous person who you used to see in TV shows or uh, movies. And now this person started selling stuff in a e-commerce booth virtually and, and introducing like baby diapers, <laughs> toothbrushes, or <laughs> all kinds of uh, merchandise. And then, you know, sometimes it worked really well. Yeah, I remember a few hostesses or uh, MCs because you're kind of expected that you're able to speak without a script fluently. Mm-hmm. And these folks seem to do pretty well mm-hmm. in this realm, but it might be more challenging for some of the singers or actors because without a script they just don't know what to say (laughs) and also you need to know your merchandise really well like you guys said you need to know what you're selling Mm -hmm. after the initial like novelty uh, factors sort of wears off and then people want to get good quality at affordable prices and they want you to deliver on your promise but if the customer finds that particular down jacket sold a hundred yuan cheaper elsewhere when you claim that it's supposed to be the cheapest price you can find on the internet in your e-commerce live stream selling booth, then people feel like they've been fooled. Mm. And, you know, when these kind of news come out and then uh, increasingly people are kind of looking at this in a more rational manner. Yeah. And also don't forget 2020 was the year when everybody was trying to find work and famous people as well because you know for the reasons of well the restrictions that covid brought and then especially famous people who had to be on stage to make a living a lot of them and then they just simply couldn't do it and therefore going to these live stream selling booths or uh, platforms that became a wonderful way to make an extra buck and i remember some of those really successful celebrity live streaming hosts could i don't know 
how much effort they put into it, but they could sell a hundred million yuan worth of merchandise in a day. Something like that. But of course, these are the success stories. And earlier in the year when all these uh, actor and writer strikes were happening in the US, <laughs> I was thinking, ah, oh, if live stream selling is huge <laughs> in the US, just as it is here in China, then these people have a wonderful way to make another revenue stream without, you know, upsetting other strikers. So this is an interesting phenomenon that's happening here in China, but we're seeing this trend sort of fading out a little bit. And do you think that it's more of these folks gracefully bowing out or you're really not that good and there's the exiting door? Which <laughs> scenario do you think is it. I think for many of the these celebrities, I think it's the latter. Because after these two or three years, only a small number of celebrities, they have success in this live stream shopping field. And they have become these top live streamers. But for others, and also uh, many platforms, they're recognizing this problem and they're not spending that much of money to invite a celebrity to, to become the host. Instead, they pay for some professionals, you know, to do the job. I think that's a cost-effective way also. So I think it's the latter, yeah, in my opinion. Well, I'm not sure exactly if celebrities are being booted out. I mean, it just doesn't seem to be very profitable or worth it, right? I think that from the celebrity's point of view, it takes so much preparation in order to do this. And yes, live selling is a skill. Um, you know, you have to interact with the audience. You have to constantly be trying to make a very mundane and boring topic, which is usually a product, singular, sound very interesting and maybe even talk about it for an hour or more, right? That's definitely a skill in itself. And, you know, that's quite a lot of work on the celebrities part. And then it seems as though a lot of these companies aren't even profiting from it that much a lot of the time. So I guess that it's just not worth it for anybody, really. Um, so I, I think that it's a combination of all of these things. Mm. And also now, these famous people could just go back to what they are good at, yeah. <laughs> what they are experienced in doing instead of hankering on something that uh, that might be a bit of a challenge. And yeah. and it's really just, um, okay, distraught is a little bit of too extreme a word, but sometimes it just, ah. Uh, it's like the, the filter glass has crumbled into a million little pieces. I'm trying to translate directly from Chinese. <laughs> you see where I'm going? So like you used to think that this person is intelligent, pretty, whatever it is. You used to have this perception towards a famous person. And then you put them, that person in front of the mic. And they're just like, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, this is really good. Buy it. And then you're like, what? exercise your brain please and okay that's going too far but but basically your your perception towards this um famous person kind of shifts and um it, and sometimes you just want that dream to live on a little bit longer until you see what they're really like in front of the mic without a properly prepared script yeah so mm. that's why i think it's a good thing yeah. for some of the celebrities to leave the live stream shopping scene you know 
uh, I think it's wise to let the professionals do the professional job. <laughs> for these actors, I feel like you should invest more in acting, and for those singers, you know, produce some good songs.、Uh, so that's why I have been very skeptical in the first place when I saw that they they flock to live stream e-commerce in 2020 to make some quick money. It feels like they have this herd mentality to follow this crowd. But given that that period was very difficult time for many of us, so. <laughs> I can see why, but still, I think、um, it's a good thing for the celebrities to invest more in the area that they're good at,、mm. and also shows that、um, this live streaming e-commerce is becoming increasingly standardized.、Mm. The mar- as the market matures, consumers are also gradually becoming more rational, and they're shifting their focus away from just the celebrity appeal to the products and services instead. Yes, indeed, and also we mentioned a lot of these、mm, downsides of、uh, the whole thing, but there are obvious winners out of it as well. Because some famous people who we kind of forgot about them, they found new wave of fame again, and then this time it's basically all based on who they are or the. Temperaments or personality that they project, which aligns with how they're presenting themselves in、mm. front of the live stream selling camera, and yeah. So I'm not worrying about famous people making money because they've got plenty of ways, <laughs> a, a million more ways than an average person to do so.、Um, maybe I'm sounding a little unsympathetic, but. Yeah, I have all these names in my mind, which I will not say one by one now. But yeah, through live streaming, oh, because she is a demure lady with awesome taste, and therefore she can sell a whole bunch of products, and people flock to her for recommendations.、Mm-hmm. And that's just,、um, I guess, an, an interesting part of. The economy that nowadays it's like a celebrity, if a successful celebrity, on her or his own is an enterprise, and from head to toe, if you know how to monetize it properly, including your social media platform, that all becomes part of the product that's you. Okay, but do you think that these days live streaming as a kind of、um, sales tactic or a marketing Place is reaching the saturation of development as well, and also, what do you see as maybe some of the latest developments of regulatory、um, attention that's been given to this huge field that's been essential to how a lot of Chinese shoppers decide on what to buy next?、Uh, well, to answer your first question, I think definitely that. As I mentioned before about this saturation, I think there's also a maturity of the market as well, which live streaming was and still is relatively new, right? Its development is has been incredible, and it, it seems to have gone as soon as soon as it came almost. And it was a pretty new and relatively unexplored medium of of sales, you know, no less than or no more than ten years ago or something like this, and it had the potential. And it did generate massive sales,、um, but as it matured, definitely、um, the consumer habits matured as well, and it spread out across other kinds of online 
platforms. And as you mentioned before, the celebrity can advertise this product in so many different ways. It's not just live streaming, but also social media, product placement in TV, films, live streaming services, um, you know, with TV and things like this. But um, so I think this is uh, what we're looking at right now. But to answer your second question, there are some recent uh, developments with new regulations, which I can tell you about. Um, in July 2020, the China Advertising Association implemented a policy focusing on regulating behaviors such as fake orders and false advertising in the live streaming for product sales industry. And in March 2021, the State Administration for Market Regulation issued a measure further standardizing the transaction details of live streaming e-commerce. Most recently, in October 2023 of this year, the Hangzhou Judicial Bureau of Zhejiang Province released guidelines prohibiting clauses, for example, the lowest price agreement, which is the agreements live streaming e-commerce practitioners sign with brands to secure the lowest prices. Yeah. Um... I especially like the regulation launched by Hangzhou. You know, the city is well known as an e-commerce hub in China. Uh, so the city launched a few guidelines regulating this burgeoning live streaming industry. And like Josh just mentioned, the lowest price agreement, I think sometimes for the consumers, it's the biggest draw when the host says, you know, this products we have here is we have the lowest price for you guys. But and sometimes they have to sign a deal with the merchants, but it ultimately is not good for the whole industry and also for consumers because, you know, some other hosts, they can sign another deal with maybe a lower price then. So I think that's the point of launching such kind of regulations uh, and also uh, apart from that, Hangzhou also mentioned that individual hosts involved in the marketing of healthcare, finance, law, education, and other professional fields, they must obtain corresponding qualifications and register or undergo review according to different uh, platform requirements. So I think we are going towards that a more saturated, a more standardized industry step by step. Yes, and we hope you enjoyed our exploration of the uh, e-commerce arena continues to evolve. And it's clear that the script is being rewritten every year. Coming up next, a dad steps up at a school meeting. His son's grades might not be top tier, but he's beaming with pride. Why? Find out after this break. Looking for passion? How about fiery debate? Want to hear about current events in China from different perspectives? Then tune in to Roundtable, where East meets West, and understanding is the goal. It's the hour of Roundtable. I'm He Young. I'm so happy to be joined by Josh Cotterell on the line and Xingyu in the studio. Guess what's buzzing on social media right now? A super proud dad giving an awesome speech at his son's school meeting. Even though his kiddo is struggling a bit with grades, his dad went full superhero mode, cheering him on. And he sees a super bright future for his son. And it's going viral. How cool is that? <laughs> okay, so what are some of the details of the story that popped out to you, Xingyu? 
Mm. So I think essentially the father in the spotlight, although his son has the lowest scores in the class, is is the bottom of the class. But his father, in his speech, expressed his firm belief that his son will have a bright future, and he acknowledged that although his son has these poor scores, his son drinks. Uh, eats, plays, and sleeps well, and he seems not so concerned or worried about the score, which makes the father think that his son has a real strong mentality. So that's a strength for this kid, and in the future, the kid might become someone, you know, because of these. Uh, good traits like strong mentality and also emotional intelligence. So, I think especially for many of our Asian kids, we are used to this tiger parenting style. But for this particular parent here, we are seeing a different, quite different parenting style. So mm-hmm. that's kind of triggered a hot debate and discussions on social media and short video platforms here in China. Yeah, that's interesting. Just to add one small thought here, though, if I were This kid's mom, I suppose. <laughs> um, I mean, yes,、um, cheer on, but also, you know, I-, I wouldn't necessarily end the speech with "He's gonna be extraordinary." I'm gonna say maybe he's gonna turn out to be an ordinary boy, but if he's happy, if his well-being is up there, and he can honestly and with dignity do carry out a job.、Mm. I think that's great. Yeah, I don't think you know, like extraordinary or whatnot. I think there's a certain greatness in accepting that ordinary is awesome too.、Mm. Anyhow, Josh. Yes, first thing I want to check with you is if it were in your country, would a speech like this from a proud dad become viral? No. And why? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might do. It depends. I mean, really, let's be honest. I mean, we all work in radio, right? We appreciate the value and the impact of well-spoken、uh, speech, right? And if this is a well-written speech and it's powerful and it's said in an emotional way, I think that can be enough to make it go viral. So maybe, maybe it would. But I think that this particular topic, the appreciation of mediocrity, has been、um, for quite some time. You know, a conversation topic in Western countries. I think that、uh, you can see this in、uh, the way celebrities, even who are not, you know, mediocrity,、uh, the way that they conduct themselves online through social media. If you look at、um, the way that social media has developed over the last ten years or so, and you look at a lot of celebrities' profiles, you can see that. This is what people actually want. People are kind of tired of meeting these standards, and you also see this in university speeches at the end of the year at graduation ceremonies and things like this. If you look a lot of the content, I remember when I graduated,、um, and I, I went to a few universities, and I、uh, every speech I think I ever heard had something like this in it. It had some sort of、um, theme about. Being true to yourself and finding value in your life and happiness and things like this, which I know this speech is slightly different from that, but I think the central theme of it is quite similar. So for that reason, I'm not sure if it would go as viral as it has in China. I think possibly not. 
Yeah, the father's speech just reminded me of an analogy that someone says that raising children is like planting trees, and each of the kid is like a seed. And what you all you need to do as a parent is to plant the seed and then nurture the soil, and then you have to wait and see for the tree to grow. So essentially, it's not to shape them into what. You want them to be. It's like、mm. you nurture them and wait and see what they become. Whether it's the oak tree or it's the pine tree or the maple tree, they will become who they are. And finally, yeah,、um, children are not things to be molded, but are people to be unfolded. I think there's a quote as such. <laughs> and really, seriously, this positive and supportive parenting style can be so significant. That impacts a child's confidence, altitude, and approach to challenges. And this unwavering support from parents sometimes is all they need.